0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of... The Hi, podcast. everybody! It's just Chris and me this evening. Yep. Um, it is the evening time when we're recording this, just in case you're wondering when we do this magic. FYI, if you're listening to it during the day,
1: uh, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. You don't have to listen at the exact same time of
0: day that we are. No, <laughs> you have to listen to it between 9 p.m. and 10.47 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes.
1: Or Or... 8 p.m. and
0: 947 Central Standard Time. You know, th- this is probably going to be our longest one. We are obviously recording the Central after we've recorded our episode, so we want you to know that there are many, many Game of Thrones spoilers if you haven't finished this season.
1: There are show Game of Thrones spoilers. There are book Game of Thrones spoilers. There are deep internet lore uh, spoilers. So, there are deep internet rumor spoilers.
0: Yes, we all... Spoiler uh, alert, uh, Varys uh, is a merman.
1: Uh, it's spoiler alert spoiler, uh, alert. spoiler.
0: Yeah, true. I, spoiler I alert alert! trademarked
1: yes trademark uh also we spoil the brexit vote if you have uh if you uh dvr life and are waiting to watch it um uh we also spoil the tulsa mayoral race if you aren't sure what happened there um yeah, uh I think I think that about covers it. Oh, we also talk about an, uh new and exciting and upcoming uh sec segment on the rant nine website, which we yes. never we didn't a- e- ever
0: actually mention what our website is. Uh it is r a n t the number nine dot com. Dot com. Which is our what our podcast is named after. Yes. It, it, we did not say during the actual podcast that it is uh, a complete waste of time, but it is. Yes. yes. The fo- the following podcast is a complete waste of time. And uh, please, you know, leave us a message either on a review on iTunes or on our Facebook page or on Twitter at, I think it's rant. Nine space, rant, but no, I changed it. Rant oh, Podcast, really? I think you called it rant podcast rant pod. I think at the rant pod. Anyway, you can find me. Um, Yeah, look for one of those 12 things, Jesse. Yeah, no one tweets at me anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) It matters literally 0%. Yeah, well, and they never will. Also, this will be the the cleanest intro we will do, because sadly, Jeremy, whose birthday it is, was not on this podcast, so he he isn't even more drunk at this point. Yes. Cursing. Yes, so So,
1: uh, enjoy uh, the rest of the podcast, and um, always remember, fuck you, Flippo. Happy birthday, Jeremy.
0: Everything is catching, yes. Everything is catching on
1: the fire. Everything is, catchy, everything
0: is catchy on the fire. Well, hi everyone. This is episode 35. We've reached my age of podcast episodes. Huzzah! I, I am Jesse.
1: I am Chris, and I'm drinking uh uh, what little I have left of my barrel-aged uh, bourbon. It is delicious. and I'm actually about to start on making some, making some uh, spice so that I can make my own Atreides mules.
0: What? you yep. making the spice? The spice is life? Yes, I got some rye and I got some cinnamon sticks and we're going to barrel-age it. Ooh, delicious. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I am almost done with my most recent bottle of Trio Joe's bourbon and once I'm done with that bottle, I will buy something new. Ah, uh, more Trader Joe's.
1: Yeah, or probably. Some, probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Excellent. I, do, I mean, every time I go into a liquor store now to try to get some nice bourbon, I always come up with something way more expensive than I was originally planning. So. Yeah, that often happens with bourbon. You're like this looks delicious. I yeah, get that. Uh, yeah. Also, at this point, I know I like the Trader Joe's bourbon, so it's hard to spend money on something I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. That's fair.
1: That's fair. So. I understand that. I ended up getting a little bit of a cheaper rye since I'm going to be barrel aging. I don't need to use yeah. like a uh,
0: high quality one with some sweet old overholt rye. Rye is good. Rye, rye had it like maybe two years ago. Rye was like really cheap because no one was drinking it yet. And it was so good. And then I know. now you know, it's everyone caught on and now rye is, you know. Way too expensive. I know. I
1: know. Yes. We, need to,
0: we need to find whatever the next rye is.
1: Ah. It's probably like uh I think I think they were trying to do it with like the um what was it the unaged whiskey mm. which is basically I mean it was it was sort of like like moonshine but not quite moonshine that's basically what it is it's you make the whiskey and then you don't age it or young or young
0: young whiskey was another young one great. where where they just barely age it neither of them that great I feel like they were drinking young young whiskey and uh, young guns too <laughs> probably probably not young guns, young guns one because i don't remember what happens in young guns one only yeah, young guns two
1: i only remember young guns two because that was always on tnt yes, right? I feel yes. like during the summer it's the ter- is, yeah it's the it terminator
0: was, two of that series where everyone yes. remembers terminator two but like Nothing. i i've never actually seen terminator one i have no idea what happens really? you've never actually yeah. never seen terminator one i've never seen it like i know yeah. i know what happens yeah. i've never seen it just it's like Young Guns. Seeing. it's worth seeing
1: young guns i did stumble across once and i was like man this is not nearly as good as the second one yeah plus young guns 2 has the bon jovi song so that's
0: right it does that's really what makes that movie i know i feel like the entire i i I feel like they're singing that song the entire movie it's like (laughs) an hour and a half long music (laughs) video just going on in your head for the acoustic version of one dead or alive
1: yes uh Oh, I feel like before we get too much further in, we need to um, wish our podcast mate uh, Jeremy a uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jeremy! Happy birthday, Jeremy! Um, I think he. Oh, that's right. He's doing something really fun tonight for his birthday. He's uh, working. Yes, that's the worst.
0: Sorry, Jeremy. We would sing "Happy Birthday," but then we probably get sued. So,
1: uh, uh, oh, we could do the one that I used to do uh, when I was at Chili's. Oh yes, do that one. You ready? uh this is our birthday song it isn't very long
0: <laughs> nice i, I like the one that involves claps and or a large hat
1: <laughs> yes yes maybe we can uh, accomplish that this weekend uh, when we celebrate jeremy's birthday on saturday yes it'll be fun we'll have that, rem-
0: that reminds me since i know he won't listen to this before his birthday party i'm gonna send you some money to buy him booze okay so okay and if he does listen to it he'll forget because he'll be drunk. Yes, that's true. But the odds are, you're right, he won't listen to it no. before that. I, th- I think of the people who actually participate in the podcast, you and I are the only two who actually re-listen to it on occasion. I think
1: you're right. I think you're right. Maybe uh, maybe his family will listen to this, and uh, they'll also attempt to buy drinks for him.
0: Yes, to the family, don't give up my secret. But if you want to help, you can send you can send money to beoksooner at gmail.com. That reminds me.
1: Uh, was it, I think you were in town when uh, Sutton did that, when he actually called
0: the bar we were at and paid for a round of drinks? Were you no, there? No, I was, no, I was there? not there. I heard of the story. And then okay. it, ha- it happened to Michelle and I on an anniversary dinner we were at where someone had bought us a drink and we still don't know to this day who it was. Uh, that's right. I remember that story. Yeah. That's so crazy. Some random person yeah. just did that. Yeah, because we had posted it on Facebook that we were there. Like, uh-huh. it wasn't like, it, it didn't happen hours earlier. It was like in the moment. And yeah. within like forty-five minutes, <laughs> uh, that's fun. I'm getting a note. It was Sutton.
1: Oh, really? That's classic Sutton move. Classic. Sutton. Mm-hmm. Cla-
0: yeah. Classic triggering me Sutton. Yep. With oh goodness. Dumbass charts. <laughs> they don't say anything you do realize that
1: he literally was just googling charts and throwing them at you I right?
0: know he just mm, he's a rational person and well, like rational people shouldn't enjoy triggering me so much <laughs> oh yeah I know I know
1: but also, like, thing-
0: it, it was the morning I hadn't had my coffee yet it was a terrible time to post anything in the group I should have just kept my mouth shut <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there like I shouldn't do this I shouldn't do this I haven't had my coffee Like my thyroid pill still kicking in I'm like I'm doing yeah. this Uh, There you go. So before we get into um,
1: sad politics, uh, I thought I'd uh, talk about at least one thing that uh, gives me somewhat of hope for politics. So this was the local Tulsa mayoral election, which I'm sure uh, two of our listeners will be excited about. I don't know. We have a
0: very healthy Teltha uh, population. Okay. So
1: So, um, the incumbent, Dewey Bartlett, who is just the worst. I mean, like he would literally leave in the middle of city council meetings to go do his own press conference and never come back, but try to get the city councilors to not vote on things while he was gone. He's just terrible, terrible mayor, Um, was running against uh, one of the city councilors, uh, G.T. Bynum. We'll forgive him for being named GT. Yes. Um, but during the actual campaign, uh, GT Bynum put out a lot of really uplifting commercials about you know how he has been part of Tulsa all his life and he thinks Tulsa can be great and not that he wants to make Tulsa great again, that he, he thinks uh, too many people think that uh, Tulsa should have to settle and he thinks it can be better than that. And Dewey Bartlett's campaign put out attack ads on G.T. Bynum, who, frankly, he's just a a nice guy who seems to always try to do stuff for for each other. So he attacked him by showing that G.T. Bynum um, uh, owns a consulting company that uh, has done uh, some consulting work and some lobbying for other cities. They paid his consulting for millions of dollars to do... Um, some lobbying for them. So he was basically saying, do we really want a Washington lobbyist to be made? Oh my God. So like really like classic uh, attack ads, right? And Dewey did what he always does is he rallied his, you know, old money Tulsa people and G.T. Bynum went after support from uh, young professionals. He actually had a lot of his volunteers and staff were part of uh, Typro's. And then he also uh, got support from teachers, uh, police, and fire. They all endorsed him. And so did the county commissioners. So it was just nice to see that that actually worked. You know, instead of doing the same thing that people always do for pol- politics, he had a positive message. He included young people, he included, uh, you know, the private sector government employee he tried to have a truly cohesive you know he he got support from north tulsa from south tulsa from midtown you know it just it felt nice to see somebody try to you know not to get george w bush but try to unite people instead of divide them and it was nice to see not only did it work but he in what is normally the first step in that leads to a runoff. He was actually able to pretty much destroy Dewey so that he didn't have to even go to the runoff election.
0: So w- was this the Republican primary? Tulsa, for mayor?
1: Actually, Tulsa does not have uh, it does nonpartisan for mayoral and city council. So the way it works is anyone of any party can, uh, put the, put their name on the ballot, you know, who's willing to pay the fee, which is how we keep getting Paul Tay running. Um, But uh, there's no party. It doesn't list a party. Um, It's like I said, it is nonpartisan. This is the first year they've done this. So there is no primary per se. The way it works is if no uh, candidate gets uh, a majority of the vote, then it goes to a runoff and the top two candidates go again in November. So it's almost like a open primary effectively but if somebody gets enough of the vote then there's no need for one okay yeah i actually like the fact that they went non non non-partisan in it because then you don't really have to care whether it's because like uh gt bynum for instance he was endorsed by both democrats and republicans yeah Dewey no dewey came out and said he is uh voting for trump Uh, yeah i'm i don't know that that i don't know for sure that that sunk his campaign but he was in the lead in the polls before he said that,
0: yeah so. I mean, and, and mayors, like while they have to have a political party, mm-hmm. like usually, like their job, like they have to get things done. And so yeah. their their political bent, no matter how far they are to either side, like they have to compromise to actually do their daily job. yeah. so like uh, I, th- I think I think Telsa or sort of maybe took that to heart. Like let's just, you know,
1: well, i think I think they appreciated instead of having. A mayor who was constantly fighting with the city council, the county commission, county commissioners, and the police and firefighters. They wanted somebody who had actually shown that he would work with them. Yeah. You know, he was a city councilor. I'm pretty sure every city councilor endorsed him, you know, so. But it was, like I said, it was nice to see more of a positive approach and to see it actually be very successful. In that respect so
0: yeah <laughs> now to negative politics negative politics so i mean unless unless you were gt not gt bynum but our <laughs> terrible gt living under a rock you have probably heard that the, the united kingdom the uk voted voted to leave the european union like mm-hmm. it was an unnecessary vote that wasn't being asked for by the majority of the country but it happened anyway
1: mm-hmm.
0: and why did it happen because people listen to the dumb people in their own parties, which is yep. a lesson we should learn not to do. Yeah, yeah. it's, but I, it's fascinating. Yeah, I would like to take this moment to admit my own personal biases, where I always assumed British people were smarter than us. I would like <laughs> to say they have proved me wrong, and I admit that I was wrong. They just sound smarter. Yeah. Some of them. No. Some of them, some of them are incomprehensible. Yeah. All <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh. No, it, it's it's very it's fascinating to me to see uh, who voted for what though. When you look at it, you know you see young people voting overwhelmingly to stay, old people voting to leave, Scotland voting to stay, um, London voting to stay, but a lot of the outlying towns, yeah. in London and Wales,
0: voting to leave. The tiny Gibraltar. Colony going to leave, like, 96.7% to stay. They're in trouble. Yeah, I think also, I mean, again, you can't, we're not, we are certainly not experts at this. Nor are we no. experts really in anything. No. And even experts are saying you shouldn't draw parallels between what's happening in the UK and what's happening in, in America. But I will say to everyone listening, if you think, like, protest voting matters, it does. Looks what Look what happened. Like, don't vote out of anger because you don't like the status quo by voting out the status quo, assuming it's not going to pass. Because, surprise, surprise, it can happen. Well,
1: and and I think the point with that is that you may vote away the the status quo, but it doesn't mean it's going to get better. It can get worse. It's possible that right now is not good, but the other thing could be worse. So instead of protest voting for something worse, protest vote for something better, like the Libertarian Party. This, this comment is brought to you by Gary Johnson, president.
0: And um, okay, I can't remember the other the other guy who was running in the libertarian primary, the guy with the boot on his head. <laughs> what is his name? Vulture or something? Uh, I'm, I can't remember his name. The other guy, the guy who uh, literally killed someone. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the, the semantic guy? Not semantic, <laughs> yeah, the semantic guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he killed a person. Yeah, he killed a guy. Yeah, yeah he killed a guy. That escalated um, quickly.
1: Yes, but um, uh, no, it's it's just, it's crazy to me. And, you know, I I think some of the doomsday scenarios are probably going a little too far, especially for people who seem to think that England would immediately just drop into the ocean and get swallowed. But, yeah. but I mean, it, what it means is that at a minimum, everything is going to be a lot harder work. You know, now they're going to have to create individual... Uh, trade agreements with all these countries—they're going to have. There's there's a lot of things that they're going to have to deal with now that they wouldn't have that that they wouldn't have
0: before. Yeah. You know? Also, and like the EU's going. It, it'd be funny if the EU makes the same mistake that Europe made after World War One and makes a really really terrible deal with England just to punish them for this, leading <laughs> to another war fifteen <laughs> years from now. That'd be funny if that cycle continues.
1: Um, yeah the problem is that even if the EU tried to do that um at a minimum uh Germany wouldn't go on board and
0: would make their own treaty. yeah it's it's so it so amazes me it's like Germany's trying to hold europe Europe shit together yeah. And I'm like you guys have really taken on the mantle of all the things you destroyed yeah like, I'm proud of you guys eins fine ein's fine. very proud yeah yeah <laughs> they're, they're they're putting their natural abilities to good use yes um yeah uh, uh c- correction again uh vermin supreme was the name of the other libertarian party thank you.
1: person vermin supreme thank you very much uh
0: thank you to our uh
1: rant 9 editor
0: yes i saw a vermin supreme bumper sticker around Excellent. here which was Excellent. fantastic
1: what was the uh, what was the uh, the guy in the democratic primary um
0: oh what was that what was his what name was the democratic primary guy who was on our ballot with a the nickname these nuts Oh oh, the guy oh D's nuts, yes. Was he on the Democratic ballot? I don't even remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: he was. These well, nuts. I don't know that he actually made it on any ballots. I just remember that he was technically running on the Democratic. I don't know how many ballots he actually made it on. Oh, D's nuts.
0: Yeah. I thought yeah. you were thinking of the guy we were talking about who um was on the ballot here. Oh, I don't know. On the presidential ballot here, and I had I'd look him up because I didn't know who he was. There were several like that when when I voted
1: since in uh In uh, Oklahoma, the independents could only vote in the Democratic Party, not the Republican. Although now they can vote in Democrat or Libertarian, but still not Republican. I I thought Republicans were the party of freedom. Republicans do not want their primary to be tainted by independent thinkers. (laughs) They they are literally saying that. Yes, they are literally saying that. That that is literally what they're saying. That is literally what they're saying. (laughs) Democrats, Libertarians are like, you know what? Let's let's get it. Let's let's have a let's have a real democracy here. Let's get everybody involved here. Republicans are like nope. Yeah. Nope. We nope. only like people
0: who agree with us. Yep. Nope. That's America. That's true. That's true.
1: So, we're not nearly as open to adverse opinions the way that Democrats are. Well,
0: did you just say that? Did Chris what? just say that? What? I have that on the record now.
1: Yeah, uh I was being sarcastic, I'm sorry. Although, I'm you know good. what, I actually am not. I think Liberals are generally slightly more open to it, but they're also more likely to shame people for uh, having different opinions. Uh, Republicans just won't listen. So I think I would rather them the, have someone who will listen and, and shame you than uh, somebody who won't listen at all.
0: all right, Libertarians, I'll... we'll just listen to everyone, and, and who knows what the hell we'll believe. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I saw the coverage of that Libertarian primary. There were some crazy things said and some crazy things that gary johnson got booed for oh of course like that he would have voted for the civil rights act of 1965 Mm -hmm. people were like boo i'm like really like i I understand from a libertarian perspective why they booed but really i know i know at this point the the the
1: thing is they um, they haven't had to to have uh company manners uh to this point point. So they're not used to having having to worry about what crazy thing they say,
0: Yeah, well, which is like, why I think Gary yeah.
1: Johnson's a good step because he's somebody who's been in the political process for a long time and realizes you can't just say any crazy thing you think. And I yes. realize there's a lot of libertarians who don't like him because he's not a perfect libertarian, but at the same time. In the same way a perfect Democrat and a perfect Republican are never going to get elected, a perfect Libertarian is never going to have a shot in hell of getting elected.
0: Also, like a perfect Libertarian wouldn't be able to pull themselves through a Libertarian election process. Like it's like having an anarchist convention. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. no one, who's going to organize that? A, a perfect Libertarian could not become uh, elected
1: because they uh, wouldn't recognize the authority of, yes, <laughs> of yeah.
0: the, of the, of the government. They would be a hypocrite. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the the Democratic person on my primary was Rocky De La Fuente. Oh, that's right. I remember Rocky. that. Yes, I came this close yes. to He for was him.
1: he was on my um uh, ballot as well. Nice. Before I uh, voted for Bernie Sanders.
0: Yes. Yes. It's like voting for my. It's literally like voting for my dad. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, but.
1: Do you think Do you think he'll end up uh, anywhere in uh, Hillary's cabinet if she wins?
0: No, he'll, I mean I don't think I don't think he wants to be in the cabinet. I think yeah. he wants to a senator. But like yeah. he's quickly losing any sort of power he had to do I, anything because Elizabeth Warren has sort of taken his mantle and been very yeah. enthusiastic about it. And people like her more anyway. No, so. well, that's gonna happen. But yeah, but
1: I mean. It's I mean his his uh fifteen minutes lasted a lot longer than other politicians, but just think yeah. of like Howard Dean, who seemed like the force of of that election at the beginning, and then it just fizzled out and, yeah. and and he's been nothing since. Not that I think Bernie's gonna go away completely or anything like that, but
0: I mean I feel very much like like the perfect libertarian trying to rally the group of people that Bernie was trying to rally. They're not the most organized people, and they really like they're very firm on things and yeah. so they're they're hard to they're hard to shepherd yes because they 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 care the things that they care about they care about so much yeah. that they're not willing to compromise on those things
1: yeah well it, you know it was it was amazing how many people even in Tulsa Oklahoma and the you know buckle of the bible belt were at the Bernie Sanders rally i mean filling up the convention center and out and out the door and around the block and several times around a block. I think I think it was like twelve thousand people ended up coming to his his rally. It's crazy the the type of enthusiasm he could he could engender in his uh, supporters.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a I, was, I would say it's a more optimistic version of what Trump is doing. Yeah. Where Sanders was appealing to the fact that things could be better if we just stop doing these very particular things that people who w- people want to hear those things and so they're like yeah. yay those things yeah. where yes. trump is like uh used to be better let's go back to that
1: yes even though it's literally impossible to go back and also
0: when, when honestly, was it so great
1: the past uh, a lot of the time was awful for a lot of the people yeah that's what people i think don't think about is that if you take who we are right now and throw us back, some of us, yeah, maybe would be better off because we wouldn't have to compete with women and minorities
0: for jobs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that it, it'd be great for us as white men to go yeah. back. But really, only us. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think,
1: why some people think there are racist uh, overtones to his campaign. Oh, I mean, also, like, what he says about Mexicans and Muslims.
0: like, so... It's, a, it's such a stupid argument to make but like you can say that Trump isn't a racist that he's just saying racist things to attract racists but to me that is also being a racist
1: well honestly to me that's or bigot. Uh, to me that's almost worse than being a racist yes a, a, i can a, almost a respect somebody who actually believes the garbage that they say but someone who will literally say anything to get elected racists have racists
0: have beliefs
1: yes trump does no. not as far as i can tell no he Believes in himself and he believes in money. Yes, well, okay. I'm actually not 100% sure he believes in money the way that he just uh, k- k- has bankruptcies left and right. So
0: yeah. maybe he, just himself. Yeah, he said he was king of debt, like he's like that's <laughs> what he called himself. Yeah. I'm like, Please put that on a bumper sticker and yeah, send that out. All right, let, let's move away from Trump because as much as I know, everyone enjoys our, our rant by- about <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> well,
1: I. I do feel like we have to say one other thing about the Brexit, and that was yes. the uh, amazing Machia- Machiavellian move that the uh, campaign manager for oh, the yeah. main guy who was campaigning for Brexit and who, honestly, at this point, I'm pretty sure he was just did the whole Brexit thing to force out the the, the current prime minister so he could become prime minister. And he basically just got gutted for it.
0: Yeah, so uh, Michael Gove, who was um, – he, he was the minister, I think, of education currently and was also Boris Johnson, the former mayor of London's sort of uh, chief strategist in this whole Brexit thing. Apparently, was he was more firm about Brexit than Boris Johnson was, and Michael Michael Gove was like, Boris Johnson isn't going to do this right. I'm running. Yeah. And Boris Johnson was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back home now. Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean – I. It's the the balls it took for Cameron to be like, you know what? This can be the next guy's problem. Like it's such, it was, it was a great way of delaying it for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. Well, and it honestly, the, it, what's, what's fascinating is the who's currently the presumptive nominee for it. Uh, I can't remember her name, Mary something or other has done an effective job of sort of staying out of it. Yeah. Like the Brexit thing. And interestingly enough, she has a favorable rating with both the the, the stay and the leave crowd. And now that um, this the the Johnson fellow is was eviscerated and backstabbed, um, she has been thrust into the the leading candidate to uh, become prime minister. And I have a feeling that if she gets in, that she would probably try to fight it. But
0: that would be Home Secretary Theresa May. There he goes. I knew there was a muh in there. I will, I will say, even though I no longer believe that British and uh, Scots and Welsh and Irish people are smarter than us, I will say they're better at naming things than we are. <laughs> yes. Like home secretary, the whatever the checker position is, which you know, I love. Oh, um, do, I, I know you saw it,
1: Jesse, but uh, people at, a, at home have not seen it. It was the, what's her name, Samantha B. Yes. Her segment on it where... She had um, David Tennant read angry tweets from Scottish people. Yes, that Trump said that the Scots that that the Scots were happy about Brexit, even though they voted against it. I will That's say great.
0: this: the, the Scots know how to insult people way better than we do. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: there were some. Uh, my favorite was numpty. Yeah, I, numpty. I don't know what a Numpty is, but it's great. Yeah, it sounds terrible. We're gonna make Trump Numpty again. All right, yeah, I feel like we have gone way too long on uh, the politics. If Nora was over here, she would be uh, pretending to fall asleep and saying she was bored.
0: Like many of our listeners.
1: Sorry, I uh, felt like I had to sneeze, and then I didn't. So next time I'll just sneeze on the mic. Sorry,
0: bro. (laughs) Uh, So let's move on to uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. We just ended its sixth season. Oh man.
1: And we only got maybe what would they say maybe up to we, 15 episodes left.
0: Yeah, 14 to 15. Like yeah. the problem is we, I don't know how many like 2-hour episodes they're going to do. Yeah. Because I mean this last episode was pretty much 70 minutes long. 70 minutes.
1: Yeah. I don't know that they'd go much longer than the 70 minutes, but I I have a feeling we're we're probably going to get um kind of like Breaking Bad did. We'll get like a split Two seven, uh, seven episode yeah. seasons and maybe like the last two episodes of the last of the of season eight will be like around the same 70 75 minutes each but it does make it interesting it makes you wonder i don't know if i'm just so used to every time things start to come together them unraveling maybe this time they won't and that's how they're gonna wrap it up as quickly as they're claiming
0: well, I mean, so let's say we have, say say they have 15 more hours of yeah. Game of Thrones, right? What happened in this last episode, I mean, again, there's gonna be a lot of Game of Thrones season six spoilers, so yes. stop listening if you haven't already seen it, or don't care. Yes. Um, I mean, he, that, that episode 10, The Winds of Winter, which I swear is a direct insult to George R. R. Martin, like naming oh, yeah. it. The book and like pretty much doing I think what the six the, what his sixth book would do in one I, episode. I mean, it does
1: feel like that, episode. Right? Yeah. right?
0: it's basically like we took your book and we made it one episode. Yeah. We basically. did it in seventy minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I mean, that's pretty much what I feel like. That's what they did. with they're like, okay, to get because there's still three more phases to the story, right? Yeah. So like, Daenerys has to land with her troops in Dorne, right? Yes. They have to go fight with. Cersei at King's Landing, right? Well, like, I'm wondering about that. Do you think they'll land at Dorne, but or since
1: they have the the High Garden and the Dornish fleet as well as her own and the um, Iron Islands, do you think they'll go directly to King's Landing instead of trying to go on land, or do you think they'll go to Dorne? Have oh, actually, you know what? I think that probably makes sense because they got to go to Dorne to let the Dothraki and yeah. and the uh, maybe the Unsullied out to march over land and then they can come in at the sea from two Yeah,
0: channels. I mean, the sea is really to blockade them in. We've seen what happens when people try to invade King's Landing via the water.
1: Yeah, but so. Tyrion's not there, is, is with uh, Is with Daenerys now. It's true, that's
0: so. true. But I feel like uh, Cersei, now having used the wildfire, would be yeah. happy to use it again. Are we sure there's any left? That's I mean, true. It seems very that wasteful. Was a, that was a lot. That was an excessive amount, I also, feel. Also, can we... Can I, how many innocents died there? Like people around the building. Oh yeah, like she killed so many of her own citizens just then. Like I understand, giving your enemies in one fell swoop—that's smart. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. But that, that could have been a lot more contained. Yes, I feel like there, there, there could have been a way to do
1: that without killing all of the people. Yeah,
0: I'm, I have to say, like that, the way that was shot was so tense. Like I, you sort of knew, like halfway through, you, you sort of understood where things were going, and, uh-huh. and you. And like some people were like, "Well, they wanted to see those people die because they didn't like them, but I liked most of those characters and wanted them to live, and yeah. so I was like, okay, what's gonna happen? What's well, gonna happen
1: and i kept think I kept thinking that, um you know, some of them might get out, and like the bulk would die, but maybe you know the high sparrow would get out or yeah. or um you know, I don't know I'd, but no, no everybody, everybody died. everybody died. yeah, that was no, it was the the build up was really in, really intense you know and and i i don't know i i really i liked i liked the way that it was shot and yes. i saw somebody mention that i hadn't really thought about it but that during that uh, section the the soundtrack was really piano heavy and it gave it like a little bit of a different feel than yes.
0: game of thrones normally has yeah they're using um they're using a piano and i think like a cello just yeah. made it real real eerie yeah and quiet yeah yeah that was like a, I was like, I was like, what is happening right now? Cause that, it starts so like no one's talking for the first yeah. like five minutes.
1: Well, um, well, one thing I do want to uh, say real quick, because I've seen people complaining and they've been complaining about it basically the entire time. So ever since season one, when the producers tried really, really hard to stick to a specific timeline and show the passage of time, and they realized that that made the show worse. They just stopped trying. And have tried on many occasions to say, "Hey, things aren't necessarily sequential in the same way that the books themselves are not necessarily sequ- sequential. So for instance, when you see a bunch of stuff um, going on in well, that they talk about Varus you know going around all over the place, well, for all we know, and I'm pretty sure the producer uh, one of the showrunners confirmed this, yes that there was a month that passed between when Varys was in Dorne and when he was on the ships. But yeah. people see it one after the of the other, so they think, oh, something magical is going on. Or when you well, think of Arya, yeah. for all we know, this all the stuff that was going on with the Faceless Men happened months and months before what was shown concurrently on the show. And what they basically said is it would be boring to show four episodes of Arya crossing the sea and then walking or riding horses to try to get to um you know the phrase.
0: Yeah. I mean the and the, the show does sometimes use travel parts of the story to slow things down. Yes. And to like build character. But they to to get things in place, like yeah it's not interesting to see Arya on a boat for four yes. episodes. Right. It is it is amazing to see her slit Walter Frey's throat and no, kind awesome. of and I'm not gonna say kind of and enjoy it.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Well and that's that's the thing,
1: you you've seen um sansa go a little dark side and aria is definitely dark side you know you really only have uh john snow who is sort of and it's not like he's completely clean you know yeah. he
0: didn't
1: yeah. hang a child um just saying hey hey that kid had his chance yes he was
0: he was the worst yes yeah, he was the worst. i get it i mean he killed you greet l- l- let's not forget that that's true so. he did also we should call john by his actual name which would be john sand to be to uh Ooh, to no be... no 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 he'd be john blackfire is... john blackfire are we sure yes. i saw john Black- sand somewhere no no john
1: sand would be if he was a dornish bastard he's not a Ooh, dornish true, bastard true blackfire the bastards of the uh, targaryens fair enough now, i still i st- that, corrected that assumes that Rhaegar didn't uh secretly marry Liana. I am, I am of the, uh, the group that thinks that uh, Liana was not kidnapped, that she went will, willingly and was in love with him. I'm, all, I'm also in that camp. She is way, way too stubborn and uh, free-spirited to... I think it would be very difficult for the beloved crown prince, who literally everyone loved, to sneak into the north and kidnapped... The beloved Stark, and somehow make it out.
0: Yeah, like that. That story makes no, no sense. No it makes sense. no sense.
1: Not to mention the fact that she's also the type that wouldn't take kindly to being uh, betrothed to someone that she didn't choose for herself, and knowing um, that Robert Barath- Baratheon can be a bit boorish and a bit horish, it uh, it's not unlikely that uh, she wouldn't want to go with him, and sees this dashing prince who um i don't know if you've seen the whole story of the the knight of the laughing tree yes i
0: saw that yes that
1: that it was actually uh liana herself was the was possibly the the knight of the laughing tree and that rhaegar found out about it which is why he loved he fell in love with her and why he named her the what is it the oh god uh, I was just going to
0: say... Uh, Queen of Beauty, or what, what is it called? Queen of Summer and Beauty or something. Yes, for the tournament of Harrenhal. Yes. Uh, well, What's funny is um, the Mad King wanted to know who the Knight of the Laughing Tree was yes. and sent his son to find out. Right. And what Rhaegar told his father was that I couldn't figure out who it was, sorry. Yes. But we believe that to be a lie. It's, it's funny because these details are only interesting, I feel, If you've read the books as a show, as a just watching the show, I don't think how you could care so much about these characters you've never met.
1: Yeah, no, it's Um, true. And even stuff like that, you have to go beyond just reading the book, you know, because only only some of the details are even in the books.
0: It's true. I mean, I I still don't believe that anyone thought Ned Stark had a bastard. Like, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. You know, why couldn't he have told his wife? Like the one person you
1: could tell. I think and and this is the logic I've heard for that is because he needed his wife to hate John because that is what would um make it real because if she if she showed love towards him it would it would make it seem like he wasn't
0: a bastard. Yeah, I get, I mean but I feel like by the time the kids 10, right? Yeah. And r- r- like they you know the beginning of the show and books yeah, you know, uh, Robert Baratheon King has been king for like what a decade now. Yeah, he's not out to kill Targaryen babies at this point. Well, like you, you, uh, the second
1: really he, the second he finds out about uh Dana- the the two Targaryens, um, in uh Daenerys and Vis Viserys, yeah, whatever he, he sends happens. he sends assassins to kill them. So I'm just saying it's not unreasonable to yeah. think that uh now I think if um.
0: I mean, you, you don't have to tell John. You can just tell, Kat Stark. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, next they're pushing can... John for no reason.
1: Yes. No, it's true. And you know, and that's the thing that the the other evidence that, um, she wasn't kidnapped and raped because do you think Ned would have done what he do, had done if John was the product of of a rape
0: yeah also she wouldn't would ask she, would she have
1: asked exactly oh, yeah. no she wouldn't she would be like get this monster away from me do whatever you want kill him. you know she well, would I, I don't think she would say kill this baby but maybe not she would have said give him to robert <laughs> 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 it would take care of itself oh goodness yeah. um so until i think until we know different we have to call him john blackfire but he could potentially be a true
0: targaryen I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, my theory has always been, you know, there's a theory in the books about the three headed dragon. I've Mm -hmm. always thought it was going to be Daenerys, John and Tyrion, who is probably also half half Targaryen. Yes. The whole, the, that um,
1: the mad King, um, whether willingly or unwillingly uh, slept with Tyrion's mother. And that's, that's the reason that his dad hated him so much beyond just that, you know, his wife died in childbirth,
0: but, yeah, and it
1: was I, a midget. Oh,
0: yeah. little person. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I sorry. Thought, Tywin always put a lot of ifs when talking about yes, Tyrion as his son. Yeah. It does make you wonder if, if he suspected that he was. So
1: actually, I heard a really interesting um, theory that I hadn't read anywhere before um, that was saying that um, what if the third dragon is somebody that no one has really thought of? so think of someone who um has potentially been hiding what their true hair color is who could be um either a targaryen or or possibly a blackfire i don't know but think of somebody who at no point have we ever seen their hair is this
0: person also a
1: merman (laughs) possibly a merman (laughs) but if you think about it um Varies. He's always, he seems to, I mean, obviously he's for the realm, but he's often been pro Denarius. Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder a little bit what if the reason he, one of the reasons his head has always been shaved was to hide the fact that he's really a Targaryen. Interesting. Or a Targaryen bastard. Just just a thought. I thought that was an interesting theory. I don't know how it would play out if it would really do
0: anything. Yeah. Well, because, you know, in the books for book people, there's another Targaryen out there that Varys has actually been supporting and training to be king.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: Douchebag McGee. Like, I, I care so little about this character, even though, like, we spend so much time reading about him. Yeah. Um, being trained to be king. Like, I have no doubt. Yeah. George R. R. going to kill him. Oh yeah, obviously. The fact that the show ignored him completely. Yeah, that's probably a sign. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we can we talk about Bran and the wall real quick? Okay. Because no one seems to be freaking out about this, but I'm freaking out about this. Because yeah. The second the, he goes through. Yeah. The White Walkers have to get past the wall somehow, and they haven't inter- even introduced the horn. I know. Right? So it's to gotta, go be, it's gotta be Bran. And doesn't yeah. he not think about that? He's been branded, and so I mean, does he not think,
1: oh... When that happened, they were able to get through the magic of the three-eyed raven, and so maybe if I go through the wall that's
0: magically protected, it'll do the same thing. Yeah. Nope. And like you would think, maybe that the either one of the children of the forest or the three-eyed raven before he died would be like, "Don't cross the wall." Yeah. But now here's the thing, or
1: if even you're... Cold Hands slash Benjin.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which They're like, uh, hey, whoa, what's going on with your hand? By the way, good, good job, show. Just like whether George R. 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 believe believes or says so, like making Benjamin Cold Hands makes a lot more sense than whatever the hell Cold hands was in the book.
1: I know. And I always, honestly, I always assumed that Cold Hand was, was Benjamin until there there was something about, was, I feel like there was something about Cold Hands being really old then i was like wait that doesn't make sense
0: yeah in the books i think he i think again i think in the books he's not benjen but it makes much no. more sense it does Introduce a new character
1: no yeah it makes no sense because then it just leaves where whatever happened to benjen i guess yeah. we're
0: just gonna ignore the fact
1: that that we have no idea what happened all right
0: um, um i mean oh. so like i mean maybe, maybe maybe euron has the horn because like well like one um uh, mace you know former yeah. uh Mace king, Tyrell? Yeah. No, um the you know former king beyond the Mace Window. Mace Window, yes, Mace Window, who's also still alive, apparently. Mance course, Raider. Too. Yes. Uh in the books, like he was saying that he had the horn, but then Euron, um, Greyjoy I, also said he had the horn. Yeah. And I bet Euron has it. And he would blow it because he's a fucking asshole.
1: Well, and I do um, because you know at some point there's gotta be the big sea battle. So it makes you wonder if um you know, is is he going to make a deal with Cersei and they're gonna try to mm. um, but for that for any of that to work, he has to have
0: the horn, you know. But uh, I don't know. I mean that wall's coming down and I wanna know if it's gonna be a slow thing or a quick thing. Cause like Bran can't like walk underneath that tunnel and it collapse on top of him because that'd be stupid. Right. So it's either like a like a horn shot of it all collapsing from afar or like it begins to melt as soon as Bran crosses over. Well, and what I wonder, is it a case where the wall, structurally
1: speaking, is fine, right? Oh, but, but the method ma- oh, is the okay. is broken. So now the White Walkers are able to destroy it. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that's what it is. So now instead what you see is you see White Walkers climbing up and over the wall or something like that. I, that's, that's what I think it'll be. It won't be as dramatic
0: at, or as noticeable as it just collapsing, that's a much more nuanced view of wall magic than I was thinking. Because, <laughs> like, I, I guess i, I mean, when they talk you about. You were
1: thinking the of the created, wall like like a vampire when, um, you know, you take away the
0: va- vampire's power, he shrivels up because it was old. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I also thought like magic was sort of holding the wall together, oh. right? but it, it could just be a ginormous g- ginormous blocks of ice melted together over time. Right. So, right. I mean, the fact that it exists at all is ridiculous. But <laughs> so. Uh yeah. Um, but you would think in brand's visions at some point there would be discussion of the wall magic so he would know what he's dealing with. Well, maybe, maybe, because he's still plugged into uh
1: where TV, so Where TV uh, <laughs> I like it. Maybe uh maybe when the season starts, he'll he'll get something. He'll see like the yeah. creation of the
0: wall or something, and that would be a great like beginning of season seven, like a flashback to them building the wall. Building the wall. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. At some point, I
1: feel like we've got to get the tournament of Harrenhal, too. I think those are the two. Th- those would be some cool flashback
0: things. Yeah. To... Well, I mean, people have been talking about what what HBO is going to do once they're done with Game of Thrones, like as a TV series. And like they could do a couple of like uh, flashback movie type things. And one of them could be like Robert's Rebellion as a movie. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be great. They could do the stories of uh, Sir
1: Duncan the Tall yes, and Egg. Yes. Those would be cool. Um, oh, by the way, that's what I was kind of because if you think about it, Egg—they shaved his head so he wouldn't appear to be Targaryen. Yeah, could be parallels with Varus. Sorry, um, uh, but then you could do a lot of the older stuff. You could do any of the black the Black Fire Rebellion. Some of yeah. those are cool because those are dragon versus dragon battles. Yeah. You could do the coming of the first men. I think there's a – I mean, imagine the battle of the first men and the children of the forest and the yes. creation of More the, giants. More giants, yeah. I
0: mean, from what I've seen of these CGI videos, like there's very few people actually there. Like the amount of CGI is amazing. Yeah. Like Jon Snow was staring at a wall, a green wall. They, they, he, he wasn't – like I don't think he was even, even, even in location.
1: <laughs> like, well, that's, is, that's how they yeah. hid the fact that he was alive
0: yes well i also like the, the the guy um if there's a video you can find it of the cgi effects of the battle of the bastards mm-hmm. and my favorite thing was one one it's just a guy with a stick running <laughs> so you can look at the, top of the stick yeah. it's so great
1: oh yeah yeah that was that was great so by the way um i really i really enjoyed sam finally showing up in yes the old town and getting the library i like that it, it like the whole time he's like, "Gilly, I'm never gonna leave you. Come with me. Yeah, I can't yeah. be apart from you." And they're like, "You get library privileges." Well, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go. See uh, the books. Gotta go. <laughs> it's like his family couldn't stop him. Safety, nothing could keep them apart. And then books, and he's like, "Well, see you later."
0: She is used to waiting. She'll be fine. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like she can't please him the way that library can. Oh yeah. I I did like how the um. Both the the sort of light switches from the intro of Game of Thrones, as well as the sun from Game of Thrones, was yeah. in that library. Well, the the guy in the front was hold, was holding the thing to his eyes that switched mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah. Um, as well as the sort of light le- light light reflecting thing in that amazing library that yeah. every nerd every nerd who's watching the show, which I would probably say is about seventy five percent of the people watching, maybe, uh-huh. saw that library and jizzed in their pants, like just straight. Oh boom so um Amazing. speaking of speaking of the intro
1: you know i like that they brought back the the stark yeah uh, banner. so i'm wondering if they're going to change it next year though so the the term white wolf the reason they were calling them white wolf is because when a when a bastard takes on the mantle of their house um you they actually reverse the colors the yeah banner, right so the and stark,
0: reverse the, reverse the... The, the wolf's supposed to be facing the opposite direction, right? Right.
1: So since the wolf the wolf is black on a white background, right? So what happens is they flip it. So it would be a white wolf on a black background. So I'm wondering if if when it opens the season, is it going to show the banner with the uh, the the white wolf on the black background? That would be
0: cool if that happens. That'd be very cool. And I like to say to all of the internet websites that wrap up pop culture, like Vulture and HitFix and Vox it was not a huge surprise that they changed from the Bolton sigil back to the Stark sigil for this episode. Like people were like, Oh my God, did you see it? Of course we saw it. We're yeah. nerds. <laughs> we pay attention to things. Uh, I, although I'm angry at, at the flayed men at Winterfell <laughs> for what? Two years now.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and I've also, I've heard a lot of people trying to, to read into uh Sansa when, um, Everyone was declaring for John, yeah. um, and honestly, I think I don't think Sansa has much of a political ambition. As far as she had every opportunity to take Winterfell, and she didn't. I think the looks that she she's showing is that she's afraid what Littlefinger's going to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> honestly,
1: I think Littlefinger knows that um, that he is, for all intents and purposes, a bastard Targaryen, a black. Yeah. And I think he's going to pull that out of his ass and to to try to get John dethroned, as it were.
0: Well, like once Bran shows up and tells him that he's seen this. Oh too. no! I think I think Littlefinger knows. He's the type who would know that sort. Well, of I'm thing saying like Littlefinger will back Bran up, and that's oh, what will yes. like convince people. Here's the thing: if I was Sansa, I would tell John to kill Littlefinger right now. Yes. Take care of it. Like I guess the Vale people are there, so maybe don't. Uh-huh. Kill him, but yes, but there's there's a way to contain him. Yeah, you kill him. That's that's literally oh, yeah. the only
1: way to contain him is you give him the iron throne or you kill him. There is yeah. no in between with
0: Littlefinger. He is the villain of this story. I mean, I've always liked his character cuz like he literally has nothing and is able to keep somehow getting uh, more power. I
1: know. It is it is impressive. Um so what about uh Little Lady
0: Mormont's speech though? That was so Okay, oh, Liana Mormont is like she's an Airnet star now. Ah. Uh, uh, I love it. I also love her accent. Yes. The, the editor, the the silent editor of Rant 9 also loves Leanna Mormont. <laughs> I also like how she used, says the word call, which is call. I just, I, she fucking dick smacks like I, five I, gentlemen. I like when, when one of them is like,
1: uh, her words are harsh but true or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. I love it. She's just, she just, yeah, she tears them apart. It's great.
0: I honestly believe like Sansa's smiling at her while she's giving that speech, and I honestly believe that was not Sansa smiling, that was the actress smiling and how happened. amazing this 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 little girl was. I know she just she, great. she tears up. By the way, um, I don't know if you know
1: this about me, uh, Nora does, but uh, i I'm not an outwardly emotional person, meaning mm-hmm. I don't like get teared up if I watch something sad. The closest I actually got misty eyed. Throughout the entire times of watching Game of Thrones, people dying, all kinds of stuff, was when Daenerys uh, pinned the hand hand of the queen onto Tyrion. I mean,
0: I'm not gonna lie, I got a little misty eye too. I, I get a little I more emotional. Still, I still feel feels about it was, that. It's just like because first of all, like most characters who are as like noble as Tyrion, had been killed already. yeah. So he's still, like, he's one of the good people who are still alive. Yeah. And, like, him finally getting rewarded for doing the right thing yeah. was well, just so, like, pleasing. And his speech about how he doesn't believe
1: in anything. Yeah. And, and how, how, you know, despite everything, he finds himself uh, believing in her. And then, you know, she pins the hand of the queen on
0: him. It's just... I got a little feclement. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And now I'm now I'm worried. Every time something good happens to two people, I'm worried about them instantaneously. I I'm like, oh, my God, they're all gonna die. I, I can't. I can't wait for. I can't wait for a, a friend zone to come back to Marine and find <laughs> ex-boyfriend running it, and he's be like, oh, oh man, uh, oh, uh, I guess this, I is, this go. is awkward. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. That was, that was. I love. I love how she was like, I felt nothing. Yes. <laughs> Cold. A cold, cold leader. She's gonna be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She is.
1: She's um, as cold as ice. Right.
0: So, like, here's the question. Like, say everything worked perfectly, right? She invades. She kills Cersei. They kill the White Walkers, and then she marries someone to bring everyone together. Who is that person she's marrying exactly? Uh, obviously, her she... nephew, Jon Snow. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jon yeah. Is so it's That he's her nephew, or if he was her cousin. Well, second cousins, no, uh, because no, he's the, he would be the son of her brother,
1: Rhaegar was her brother, yeah, so he would be he would be her nephew. Okay. Now, here's the thing I mean, it's not uncommon for Targaryens to marry each other, yeah, but uh, Rhaegar realized that, um, because he thought at first he thought he was the prince who was promised, which this is probably getting way too ner- nerd lord for some of our listeners, especially the TV watchers only, but
0: um, he they, 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 they've heard about the prince that's been promised multiple times now from that's true. Uh, the Red Priestess.
1: But I don't know that they've heard about. Um, first of all, I'm not certain that the prince who was promised is the same thing as the. Rel- Zorazai.
0: Lazorazai. Yeah. But anyway, yeah,
1: Azorazai. That's it. That's it.
0: Uh, um, I'm pretty sure neither one of us pronounced that correctly, but that's right. Yeah, no, we're good. It was good. But anyways,
1: yeah. I think it would be interesting if. Um, so, anyways, Rhaegar. Um, from what he understood of the prophecy, it needed to be his third child, mm. which is why he went for Liana because his wife could no longer have any any more kids, right? So he wanted to have a third one, which is why he mm. ended up supposedly hooking up with Liana, and he he was under the impression that John, or I'm trying to remember, there's an internet rumor of what his real name is, like Jaharis, or something like that, and um, is the prince who was promised so what's Mm -hmm. interesting is what if john truly is the prince who was promised and denarius is azora hasai and they're two different people
0: yeah i mean because the um game of thrones especially in the books does this a lot where the the amount of time it's been since a legend you know was like the story has changed quite a bit since then because that's what really happens Mm -hmm. uh with legends and so, like, if the details have changed slightly, you can sort of make the final thing be a twist. Because if one piece of information is wrong, then yes. so, yeah, a twist. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, like, because it's this is very much like the whole point of George R.R. R. and Ryan Game of Thrones is that he wanted to like deconstruct some fantasy tropes, mm-hmm. and you know, the show stuck with those for a while because they were following the books. You know, so you have your noble lead guy die, you know villains win constantly. Yeah. And so like every time you think the story's going to go in a lord of, lord of rings S direction, it goes the opposite. Right. I think except except for the ending. I don't think George R. R. Martin he, he can either have the white walkers win, right? And truly go, you know, life is futile. Uh-huh. Like, this is it. I don't think he would do that though. No. Uh, but the the other the other way is a sort of, you know, uh you know, um helms deep into I mean, this tiered fight thing where you have to, you, you, you fight one battle, right? A minor victory, defeating Cersei, and the major victory, defeating the White Walkers, right? so, That's, that's yeah. actually where the story would go in a normal telling of it.
1: Yeah, and then you wonder who would, so, because um, if you think about it now, finding out who John's parentage is, it, it creates some interesting possible uh, relationship combinations. For one, yeah. it would not be unusual for uh, John and Sansa to marry now that they're cousins and not Gross. siblings, I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying, I mean, throwing know, that out there like, as a way to
0: as a way to consolidate power in the north. Like even genetically, like it, it, the genetics don't bother me. Like the way they view each other, I think it would just be weird for the two of them. If yes, that was the case. Um,
1: um, and then um, so then you look at Daenerys. There's so many of the. Male leaders and future leaders of households have been annihilated. Yeah, I mean it's almost like uh, what World War II did to Europe. You know, destroying a generation of eligible men. It feels like that's what Game of Thrones has done. So, who's left? You've got that it would be um, bring power to her. Yeah, Jon Snow, her nephew, or Littlefinger, the uh, Lord of the Vale.
0: Yeah, also Other like those who's left. Yeah, also, Jamie
1: jamie and, lannister
0: yeah or you know your gray is my favorite um oh yes yeah because well, the whole point is like we're not sure like in the at least in the tv show so far they yes. have not indicated that her womb is still working right True. it was destroyed right uh in the books there's way more talk of mood than there should be in any book but <laughs> it, it's pretty signified in the last book that she like her her womb is sort of like woken up so uh-huh. she can have kids again, which right. is why you would marry someone mm-hmm. to get house power, so you can have you know kids. Otherwise, she could just rule by herself. Well, so,
1: but think of, think of the major houses, though. I mean, you've got the the Martels; mm-hmm. they have no remaining male. No,
0: sadly, Willis is not in the TV show.
1: Yes, Willis. Um, think of High Garden. Mm-hmm. They same thing in High Garden. They did not. Uh, well, no, no. Willis was a high. Was yeah, sorry. A, yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I was I was switching. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, I confused them. Yeah, so, in, um, so those are two major houses that no longer have a male heir. If you look at the is, Lannisters, they have just Tyrion and Jaime. Jamie,
0: is, is she, is she going to marry Robert... Um, um, whatever the fuck the Veil kid's name is. Oh, Do she make... Oh. Can't shoot pants. Oh, God.
1: Oh, uh, Small, I suppose, no, what the hell's his name? God, I suppose I hate that's, so much. that's a possibility. But, I mean, if you think of it, there's not a lot of major houses left. Um, I guess if um uh what's his name from uh uh Riverrun who's recaptured by the phrase
0: oh and but he has a wife yeah but he could probably It was under, well, I guess yeah, she's a fray, so
1: yeah he could he could get rid of her but uh, the point is there really aren't a lot of eligible men that no, could, not could provide support I'm still curious what the hell she would even do once she conquered are are the um, dothraki suddenly not going to be?
0: raping and pillaging people yeah like if she, she can get send the, them if, back across the narrow sea she, she's gonna have to yeah because like if she can get the graduates to stop raping like she can't also get the dothraki unless she's like you guys fine rape each other <laughs> there you go uh
1: yeah i i don't know it's 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 definitely fascinating but i i think you're right i think you know i i've I wonder if, you know, a lot of people when they were reading the prophecy about Cersei, you know, their assumption was uh, the whole, you're going to be queen until someone younger and prettier Mm -hmm. takes over for you, thought it was referring to um, Marjorie, Marjorie, Right. But what if it wasn't? Because now this is the first time Cersei is truly not just queen in name, but in authority as well. You know and Daenerys is coming who is younger and prettier than her. So what if that is the completion and I I still believe that the uh Volicar that's referred to in the prophecy is not Tyrion. I still think it's Jamie. Yeah, I think yeah. at some point in her madness Jamie's going to become oh, a queen slayer.
0: Jamie's going to straight up murder her. Like that yes. look on his face, that was like shit. i have yeah. to murder
1: you. Yeah. Also
0: like, they, he's yeah. looking at her as like why do all the best in bed have to be crazy bitches? Yeah, <laughs> men throughout time. Um, <laughs> also, the, the 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 TV show left out that part of the prophecy, which I thought was interesting. Uh, oh, I mean, really? it's, it's it's out there; like everyone talks about it. But Maggie, the 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 witch, never actually said that part in the flashback. Really? I guess. I guess I'm just see. That's the problem. I I mix the book we and the assume. TV show. I mean, but like, there's no reason for them to change that part, right? Right. Like they they're probably going to announce that like it'll probably be in the episode when Jamie kills her. Like yeah. there'll be an extra flashback or something cuz they, they probably filmed it. Um yeah, I would but think yet, so. oh, yeah. J- Jamie's going to kill her because like again, he killed he killed a king to stop what she just did.
1: Yes, exactly. The fact that she did what Oh man and <laughs> There've been a lot of fun memes about uh, Cersei as well. There's the the Let It Go one was yep. fun. That was a good it. one. Good. Um, there's been some there. There's been some funny things about Tommen too. But just just seeing him like sort of like walk away and then just like walk up on the on the window and just drop. And that's the thing. If she wasn't so busy gloating. If yeah. she had been there for Tommen when this happened, because he's obviously a fragile individual, that's why he was able to be swayed by the the High Sparrow and and Marjorie. If she had been there,
0: he wouldn't have committed suicide. Yeah, and if 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 that is something that's going to happen in the books, right? If Cersei pulls this off in the books, like they're not going to have an eight year old jump out the window. Cause that's how old he is in the books. Oh, that's true. I forget about that. Um, yeah, that is so. weird. Yeah, that, I have to say, like, I did the not ages see that the, book,
1: the ages in the book are a little uncomfortable at times. I forget well, it's that supposed sometimes. supposed to
0: be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Sansa's a lot younger, too. Like, everyone is younger. Yes, and everyone is younger. It is very uncomfortable at times. I'm also looking at it's, There has to be a scene between Tyrion and Sansa at some point in the next two seasons. Yeah. It's like, hey, how's it going? Where Sansa's like, thanks for not being an asshole. And he's, and he's like, no problem. <laughs> what up, back, Yeah. yeah. Remember how we never consummated? Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> I got time now. Yep. Um, <laughs> now that you're an adult. Yeah. Now that it's not as weird as yeah. it was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like to- I like I thought he was just gonna get like undressed and just like lay in bed or something. I did ah. not expect him to just jump right out the window, which apparently <laughs> he had to do thirty times. I know. I saw that. I saw that. Which is, is great. Oh uh, yeah god that was just
1: wow yeah i thought he i i i actually liked toman i thought he did the the actor did a really good job of playing that character as kind of sort of fragile but also at times forceful you know and being easily swayed but but showing a for uh you know a strength of belief once he's been swayed i thought i thought he did a good job of 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 sort of showing that.
0: Yeah. He could have been really annoying and he was not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah, but, he, <laughs> instead of being annoying, he deferred the annoyingness to the
0: high sparrow. Yeah. Which again, like, I mean, I, the high sparrow character in the books, I just loved. Cause again, you, you, you don't get any chapters from his point of view, uh-huh. but like the, his ability to take advantage of Cersei's biggest mistake was just fantastic. Oh yeah. It, there are so many unhappy people in this world because of all these wars yeah, and poor, and they have nothing to do. And he was like, "Hey, just grab some sticks. Let's go take power." Yeah, and they. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad He's off the board now because he was. Uh, it was fun uh-huh. watching someone who literally his only power was the fact that people followed him. Right?
1: Yeah,
0: and it well, wasn't it wasn't through strength because like together they were strong, but individually they were weak. It was mm-hmm. that they were fighting the strong. I like yeah. it. It was. I mean, he as a character was a creep, but the idea of it was an interesting dynamic in the story. Yeah. Well and, and, it, it and it's
1: interesting seeing um Cersei uh kind of circle back to being sort of an unrepentant villain. I mean Yeah. There can we talk a- about that? Because
0: no. that, that is not in the books. Like she is beaten. Well that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in the books
1: where the books left her, she's a sympathetic figure. Yeah, she's like, broken. You feel bad for her. You may not, you know, necessarily support her or whatever, but you truly feel bad for her at that point in the books. And yeah. to a lesser extent in the show, after her walk of shame, you were feeling it a little bit. But in reality, in the in the there, I don't know. I feel like if they do this in the books, it would be uh, uh like a more
0: severe turn for her. Yeah, it I, would I think, be a bigger triumph too for her. I, I think she would have to like set the wildfire off herself, like, and because because she's either she's either completely broken or losing her mind in the books. And so it it could be a fantastic suicidal act of a crazy person.
1: But remember, she can't die before Tommen does. It's true. Gold are their crowns and golds are their shrouds. So they have to die before her. Or at the same time. (sighs) Well... They would still have to technically die before her. If she okay. lit it and she died before Tom. I'm just saying. The
0: Tome can stand in front of her. Okay, there you go. Okay, all right. Yes. Done. Yes. Um, by the way, like, the Lannister army, I guess, is there now because Jamie's there. But they don't have – first of all, they have no money. And the Lannister army can't be that big at this point. Yeah. So, like, she's really ruling King's Landing and King's Landing only by fear and fear yes. alone. Yeah. That's not going to last long.
1: No. No, I I I mean, honestly, they the people will welcome Daenerys when oh, she shows yeah. up. Absolutely. So speaking of you mentioned lack of money, I feel like we maybe talked about this in the group a little bit, but what is the what is the Iron Bank doing at this point? Mm. You know, because in if you remember in the book, Cersei basically says, We're just gonna stop paying paying them back because they don't yeah. have the money to. And so that's when the Iron Bank makes a deal – tries to make a deal with Stannis, and I, and I believe uh, Davos gets sent there to the Iron Bank to uh, discuss
0: term – I don't know. I'm trying to remind – it all no, gets confusing. It, it, it gets confusing. I know that um, – no, the, the, the Iron Bank sends someone that's right. who's with Stannis when they're marching on Winterfell. That's right. Because uh, Davos is at Whitehall or whatever the fuck with the yes. Manderley. Yes. So they like, drop that storyline altogether. Fat yeah. Manderley, although the manorly finally did show up. In, I know, uh, I know, uh, and got called out by little wonder, Leanna Mormont, fantastically. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry, I did appreciate though, if you think about the the poeticness of the fact that uh Leanna Mormont is named after John's mother. Yeah. And that's the person who stands up for him. It's an interesting, poetic. I got I got a
0: little misty of that part too. I'm not gonna lie. Like. Yeah. You feel yeah. like John is literally one of the few decent people in this world yes. and he's literally been brought back to life from dying for doing yeah. the right thing, right? Yes. So like you know he's got to feel pretty conflicted about everything at this point. Uh-huh.
1: So um, but yeah, so I don't know if they're going to bring the, the, the Iron Bank storyline because the, at this point it's almost too late. Winter has come, which means that nobody's going to be producing anything. So nobody's going to be able to pay the Iron Bank anyway. So even if uh John were to basically assume the debts of the crown for the Iron Bank to support him, what's he gonna do? Until uh, until the winter is over, he's not gonna be able to pay him back anyway. So yeah, I, I don't I'm... know.
0: They may just drop that storyline entirely. Sadly, I think they probably will, even though I'm curious because like Stannis is dead now. Who's paying those debts back? Yes. Yeah. So yep. Yeah. Um I I will say um uh... oh god, what was it? Um I can't remember what I was gonna say. It was something about John Sansa. Oh, the 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 winter is here letter that they got, like yeah. h- having them laugh over it because like that's something Ned Stark had said so many times that winter's <laughs> coming and winter yeah. was actually like, here. Like, like that's a long time for a joke, like from <laughs> yeah. beginning yeah. to end. But it that's was so, a long con. The was long a, a long con for that joke, but so uh-huh. worth it. Just to oh, see yeah. them smile about it.
1: Yes. It yeah. Nice. Like the The moment of them uh, being able to to share a bit of a joke there. Yeah. If you think about it, though, I mean, it they're not that far off from potentially having a family reunion because
0: Bran isn't that far away. No. And uh, neither is Arya. I'm waiting, like, in like Hobbit fashion. What what I want Arya to do is when they are find the White Walkers, like she's going to do other things until then. She just comes down on Nymeria with the. Thousands, thousands of wolves behind her. I know. Like riding Nymeria, just going right at the White Walkers.
1: Well, and there hasn't... That's what I want. Have they had... A, I, like, once again, confusing the book and the show, they haven't had any hints in the show about Nymeria
0: running no. around the forest, right? Okay, I didn't no, think so. Arya dreams about it. Okay. Uh, I was they, thinking that was just in the books. Yeah, you know, but they have not... They've killed every other dire wolf that they've mentioned other than... Um, Where's Ghost been? Yeah. We haven't seen Ghost in a while. Yeah, Ghost has been hiding, and I've been wondering about that. I think it was a CGI, CGI budget. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he'll be back next. That last episode cost a lot of money. Yes. That's a lot of boots. Yes. <laughs>
1: so so the, they'll bring back um they'll they'll bring him back.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it it would be nice if the Stark Children got to hang out for five minutes before mm-hmm. shit hits the fan, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh man. Uh I think. I don't know if there's anything else. There's I mean, so um, much. yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about Game of oh, Thrones. And-
1: I didn't even talk about the the Queen of Thorns oh, yes. slapping the sand snakes. That was Thank so God. amazing. I love her so much.
0: She's so I, great. That part was great. I also wanted to see the five seconds after uh Varys comes up and says revenge, where he's like, Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, but I mean, he he not He went on their ships. That's true. I know.
0: It's just like it was <laughs> yeah. just the way they they edited it. It's like I know. Gotta go.
1: Well, and I understand the confusion that people have because they edit it so close together. Yeah. He, and I guess they they don't want to have after before every scene. Three months later. Two yeah. months later. One week later. I could see how that would be annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, because like Yara and Theon's boat journey took a lot less time. Yes. It should have, because they got there very quickly. But again, those things can be months behind. Like, well, yeah, that's what we don't know. We don't know the timing of things.
1: Yeah, Because they don't want to do, they don't want to make the mistake that George R. R. Martin did is make an entire book of characters we don't give a shit about and, and save all the characters we do care about for a second book and cover the same time frame. So instead, what do you do? You have things that are occurring out of sync so you can continue to have... Um, a mix of the of yeah. all the characters you
0: like. As which, long as yeah, as long as they don't flash sideways, I'm fine. So yes.
1: now I mean don't get me wrong, they have not done a good job of conveying the passage of time, which is why it gets confusing at time and it feels like people have I think uh Littlefinger has a jet pack and Varys is a mermaid, and that's how they get around. But. Well, I think Littlefinger just never
0: sleeps in the same place two nights in a row. So. <laughs>
1: He's just constantly moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe he has oh crap. Uh, I have to take a corner off my man card for forgetting uh, Gandalf's horse name. Shadow Facts? Yeah, Shadow Facts. There you go. Yeah. Maybe a Shadow Facts. Would that be your man card or your nerd card? Both. All right. I feel like horse-related things, as long as it's not um, uh, dressage, is a man card thing. Uh, The Rant 9 editor disagrees with you.
1: What? I, I'm just sorry, can a man not enjoy horse dancing anyway, I, feel um, like, I feel like you know what? it's fine. We're not gonna get into uh semantics of whether horses are a man thing or a woman thing and just say that I took part of your man card, your nerd okay. card nerd card. yeah, yeah, which card Minerd card Minerd nerd
0: card Minerd card merman say <laughs> favorite fan theory. har is a merman. That's great. It's so great. it's so. Completely Targaryen out of nowhere, merman. yeah. It's a Targaryen merman. <laughs> yes. It's so out of nowhere, and like, it's just so great. It's, it it <laughs> everything. it's like he's always wearing robes, and he has no hair, and he has <laughs> face. Like, I get it. I, get it. I love it. <laughs> oh,
1: I love it. It is great. Um, uh, before before we wrap up, we, we do want to um, uh, introduce uh, a segment that's going to be showing up on our website.
0: Yes, finally, our website is back. It'll be back. I'm sorry, everybody.
1: Yeah. well it's always been there there just was no new content there's no new content for a while <laughs> so you all of you could have been going back and rereading our doctor who stuff or our days of future past things yeah our, our or, bad
0: movie um that was great ruled. yeah it was great right. we, sh- we should revisit
1: yes or uh even your discussions of once upon a time there's good yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff there but anyways um, yeah. there will be new content
0: Yes, there'll be new content Oh, so we're not even gonna say what the new content is we're no no gonna... we can
1: say that sorry All sorry right. okay i feel like we should give a little bit of explanation of what and why so i'll start talking about why and what and then you can talk a little bit about the mechanics of it so okay so um Some of you who have listened for a while know that uh, we did a bit of a group vacation for uh, my wedding and we went to Costa Rica. We all had a lot of fun. And so recently we were talking and thought, you know what, we need to do another group vacation. So like normal people, uh, we got together and decided that we should make a bracket of uh, 36 possible destinations and have the Internet help us decide where we're going to go. Because that's what normal people do. Yeah. So um, um, my lovely wife and I uh, got together and picked 36 possible destinations. And then we worked with a small committee of people to um, seed those into, we put them into, into groupings and seeded them. And so we now have 36 potential vacation destinations in a, uh, NCA tournament style bracket only in, we're basically skipping the first round we still got a play in game and then uh multiple rounds from there so that's that's what we're doing and um we're gonna put up some awesome stuff for it so jesse
0: yeah so we are going to um they will be in every matchup every game will be its own blog post connected to the original post, which will show the entire bracket so everyone can see it, and uh, we're gonna we're working on a way so that the internet itself can vote on who it think should win, and that will count as one vote in our um, group vote, which will be private, and we will announce who wins as we go. Um, and so, I'm working as hard as I can to make sure it's like e- easy to read and view, so l- you should look for that probably, at least the playing games, early next week, post 4th of July weekend. Yep. Yes, so,
1: so um, you can uh, help us pick where we're going to go. Um, some of the places may be dangerous, like a uh, we'll say Acapulco, where there's beheadings, and yeah. some of them will be more mundane uh, locations. But we're going we're going to have the internet help us choose where to go. So get ready for that.
0: Yes, we. Will. Hopefully, it will backfire. It's yeah. probably going to backfire. Probably. I mean, I'm. There's about I don't know maybe. 10 to 15 of us who would go on said vacation i imagine at least three friendships being broken over this so well hopefully over under
1: well three. if if it doesn't ruin at least one marriage then we yeah. and the internet have failed can
0: we choose which marriage
1: we should probably say that, not say that out loud
0: they might be okay. listening
1: <laughs> yeah but
0: they don't know who they are Ooh, or do they
1: yes and If any of our listeners want to actually go on this group vacation with us, uh, leave a comment on either our Facebook page or Twitter, tweet at us, or leave a comment on iTunes. And if we don't hate you, then we will let you come along.
0: Yeah, so, Flippo, your comments mean nothing. Oh,
1: poor Flippo. Fuck you, Flippo. We love you.
0: Um, by the way, the Rant 9 podcast has two more comments than the JewishBoston.com podcast does. So <laughs> well done, guys. Uh, did, you, uh,
1: what, did you read the second comment? I remember you saying at one point that any comment anyone makes, you will read it on air.
0: Um, yes, I, I can read these. These are not – one of them is definitely Flippo. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and read them on air?
1: And remember, people, if you uh, – whatever you write, whatever you write – I will make Jesse say it on air. So, comment. But only if you give us a positive rating. If you give us a poor rating and comment, okay, I'll probably, if it's funny, I'll probably still make Jesse read it. So, Jesse, go. Light it up. Dead air, the friend of every podcast. Yeah.
0: This is what we call good radio, people. I can add this part up. <laughs> Seriously, Why are you being an asshole, iTunes? iTunes is the worst. Ah, Apple's going to kill you now. Oh, no. They'll bump me down the ratings we're not in. Okay. So. Our last two reviews. (laughs) A nonstop thrill ride. Five stars. (laughs) By Robofroogs. I think I know who that is. Comment. Five out of five would bang. <laughs> Those are our last two. Comments? No, no. Five out of five would bang was uh, RoboFroogs. Frogs. Uh, every con- every comment has like a title. Okay, gotcha. like a review. Gotcha. So, so uh, Robo was a nonstop thrill ride. Five out of five would bang. Okay. Uh, okay. Next review by Nerds for Nerds. Five stars by RF Telsa eighty <laughs> six. It's I like having it. it's like having drinks with your friends. Even if it's not even noon. <laughs> so, I think I, I think I know who the second one is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I would like to read our first review from a okay. long time ago, March tenth, two thousand fifteen. Yes, this is a good one. This was the, this was John Vogel's because he told me. Uh, title: Powerful. Five stars. Powerful like a gorilla, yet soft and yielding like a nerf ball. <laughs> you know what? That really does describe us. Yes. Yes. So. So you 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 too can have your words of wisdom read out by me <laughs> yes. by le- leaving a review on the iTunes store. Yes. I will say 99% almost everything. And if he doesn't say it, either Jeremy or I will say it. Yes. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh,
1: Jesse has a filter that is about three atoms wide. Um Mine is one atom wide, and Jeremy has no filters.
0: Yeah. So. I also think when the three of us are together, we all have no filter.
1: Yes. It's a, we, it, when our powers combined, we yeah. are Captain No Filter.
0: <laughs> I was trying to make a Voltron thing, but I couldn't. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, I, I just
1: re uh, listened to uh, Ready Player One, the audiobook. Nice. With Will Wheaton. Oh, nice. The book itself is great, but Will Wheaton at doing the audiobook is great. Is. I, might actually, I might actually have to get that audiobook a try. I don't it's,
0: listen to audiobooks because I already have too many podcasts. so
1: I actually have not listened to a podcast in a while. I've, uh, I've, I'm actually uh, I'm sure I don't know if I guess I'll throw out a recommendation here, but if you have audible.com, actually, I don't know if you need a subscription or not, but through uh, Amazon, for a lot of books you can add narration for anywhere from like 99 cents to 3.99. So basically it uses the whole whisper sync thing with Kindle, you know, where it saves where you're going to another. Well, it does that with Aud- with the Audible app. So, like I said, you don't have to have a subscription, but so I I downloaded for 3.99 the narration for the uh, Leviathan Wakes. So, it will from the page I'm reading, it'll go to audiobook. So I'll listen to audiobook while I go to work, while I exercise, whether well whatever. And then if I switch back to the regular book, it's right
0: where the audiobook stops. That is, I've always wondered how that works, and if it works well, I'm glad it does. It works. Uh, I'm also glad you're reading Leviathan Wakes. So. Yes, I
1: jumped back to it. So I finished Ready Player One in audiobook. So I'm listening to Leviathan Wakes, and I'm reading American Gods. I wanted to reread American Gods since it's going to be on uh, Stars. They're doing it as a show. Yes. I and enjoy. it is a great, it's a great book. Any book by almost every Neil Gaiman book is great, but American gods is really good and it's going to be a great show. And plus you've got Al Swearengin who's playing a main character and that's going to be awesome.
0: Yes. He won't die in the first, in his one episode. In his one
1: episode. No, as far as I can tell so
0: far, I haven't got, I, I well, no, I've read the book. So he, he's going to be there for a while. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm probably if, at best, I'm going to release this tomorrow, but in case I do, Killjoys comes back tomorrow, Friday, July July first, and 1st? season one is now on the Sci-Fi. Yes, app. finally Sci-Fi. Finally, you, you idiots, you pieces you of shit.
1: Yeah. So uh, I need. To, I'm going to start watching it. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad that the new Apple TV has a working Sci-Fi app. So yeah. because their their um, phone
0: AirPlay AirPlay yeah. was shit. So. Same with TBS. Hey TBS, get off your fucking asses and make an Apple TV app. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, like the commercials airplay just fine. Oh, I know that pisses me off when that happens. Anyway, ah. I feel we we should end on that. Yep. Fuck all you, we did, TBS. All and we done.
1: strong. <laughs> uh, wiener, 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 Oh, wait, 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 wait.
0: Fuck you, Flippo. I said that already. When did I, whispered you say fu- did you? I whispered it. I did said, you, "Fuck you, Flippo, Flippo. We love you." Fuck you, Flippo.
1: In a whisper. a whisper. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, Flopo.
0: Hey, Flopo. Welcome
1: to the Libertarian Party. <laughs> I don't know where you, whether or not you came will, willingly or not, but
0: your wife has forced you to be one of us.
1: One of us. One of us. One of us.
0: But as a Libertarian, he wouldn't want to be one of us. Wouldn't he, though? I don't know. Wouldn't he?